Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello and welcome to my 15-minute commercial about journaling. (laughs) I'm excited. I hope to endorse journaling to you. I hope that this episode is something that you need, meaning it tells you the thing that you needed to hear to start journaling because I feel very strongly about this. And I've had clients in my past, um, you know, tell me, hey, I'm all for the coaching, but like, I'm not a journaler, so don't assign me journaling. And I'm like, okay, sure thing. And eventually they become some of the strongest journalists ever. And I'm not here to convert it like a religion, but I am certainly going to tell you the benefits of it and give you the option to do it because it has made some of the strongest difference in my life. Yes, I believe in coaching. I believe in all sorts of work. And I believe that it's like so integrated that it's hard to separate it as something itself, but it's also so noticeable when it's not a part of the work. So just flat out, we're going to talk about this. So journaling, uh, the importance, the, I have, I have a like 10 point list here that we're going to kind of roll down it. Um, it is irreplaceable. However, I am also going to offer you a quick idea. Pen to paper journaling is so valuable. There's something about the slowness of it that causes you to really be with each word and each movement of your pen. I often say that like spirit is moving your hand or the pen to speak to you, not you speaking to the journaling or you speaking to yourself. So there's a lot of channeling that occurs in journaling that we are often moving too quickly for that to come through us. Like if we're just sitting and meditating, usually our brain takes over, you know, just, it just depends. Like painting, I could say painting is the same, like, but most art is a form of channeling. And so that being said, writing is something very special, that sitting still, that being present with your hand and your body in the paper. But I also want to offer you, you know, typing on the keyboard to journal is very valuable, but I think that each form of journaling offers something different and special. So I do all forms of journaling and I'm going to tell you about them. So I do pen to paper. I sit at the computer and type because sometimes I, I can obviously type faster than I can handwrite. And then I also leave myself voice notes in the like journaling. So just thinking out loud, um, I talk to text sometimes when the thought is coming through so strong and I know it's something that I'll want to incorporate into my content, like write it as a chapter or write it as a a post. And then also I do video journaling uh, where I just set up the camera front facing and will speak right to myself, speaking into the camera to record it. And it's not, it is not meant for sharing. It's just meant for me to record my thoughts, feelings, emotions. And and someone asked me about video journaling and voice journaling. And, and just like you could say this for all of it is, are you speaking to yourself? Are you writing to yourself? And so my answer to that is it varies. It, I go with the flow and I go with my mood. And um, that's actually the second point I'm going to make is flow and expression. So in any journaling, there's the flow of like, who you're talking to. So sometimes I'm talking to past self, present self, future self. Um, Sometimes I'm speaking from. So to meaning 
who is the message for, right? Who is the message for, and then who the message is from. So sometimes it's not Abigail mind deciding. So I feel like, especially when I voice and video record, it's because it's like coming through so strong and so fast that I I just have to stop what I'm doing and start recording. That's when like the message is usually from spirit, from God, from nature, um, from my ancestors, from my spirit guides, uh, again, from a past or future self. So, or it's just whatever, but there's all that flow. So who it's for, who it's from, the thought flow. You might, sometimes when I'm listening to books, because I definitely listen to more books, but anyways, any form of like any inspiration, when an inspiration hits that causes a thought stream, um, I think those are important to record. Oftentimes we just get up in our head and we never like formally express it or let it out and it doesn't get a chance to develop or go anywhere. And uh, one other thing I want to say about that, which is something I was helping, I, I've helped my writers with this, people that I've coached to write or ghostwritten for, is when a thought comes and you're not in a place to record it, write it, or put it on your phone or anything. I used to get really insecure or like my scarcity mindset would be like, oh no, I'm not going to remember this. Like I would stop everything to need to write it down. But if it was in a place where it was just inconvenient, I would affirm that inspired thought or quote or memory and say, I believe that this will come back to me in a more fully developed with more clarity. It will come back to me in a more fully developed fashion. And it does. And it has the thoughts, the inspired thoughts that I've not been able to record then come back later. And usually it's during a time where I do have the opportunity to more fully develop the thought and then use it as content. So I just wanted to offer that because this is all, I I just... Gosh, I love journaling and it's part of your evolution. So I want to keep going down this list. Um, while I'm in, I've been in Costa Rica, which today is my last day, I was really intentional about recording this episode from Costa Rica, just infusing it with all the magic of this country, of this land, of this two-month experience. I've been here. It is March 22nd. I've been here since January 22nd. And what a beautiful experience it has been, my goodness. And so while I've been here, I've had a lot of energetic and physical space. And it has allowed me to get back in my vibe, back in my frequency, back in my own schedule and time. I know that we have families and jobs and obligations and all of those things. And I encourage you to make time for yourself. And whether that's a daily practice or a monthly practice or a weekly practice, you know, the frequency of it is really important. I would say that quarterly isn't uh, enough. Uh, something at least weekly would be really, really important to make space, time and space for yourself. And I can understand when we feel so like our life is so out of our control that we don't feel like we have even 15 minutes or an hour for ourselves. I'm sort of calling you out because it is your job to make time for yourself. And if you let all of your circumstances control you, they will. I too, like a lot of y'all watch me in my life right now and you're like, oh, it must be nice or, oh, she's so lucky or whatever. No, I've, I've done this. This has been done. This has been intended. This has been manifested. When I started coaching in 2016, 
I ran such a busy life that I felt like it was so out of control. And I remember showing up to my coaching calls. I would schedule them on my corporate lunch hour and I would still show up 15 minutes late to them, apologizing to my coach. And he would stop me and he would challenge my my time context and my control context and my uh, victim context around everyone else having dictation over my schedule. And he was like, are you paying me to put up with your time context or help you get over it? And I know you've heard me say that, but I think it's so important important because quit being a victim of your schedule and your time and your obligations. You can incorporate, and it's it's not that anything would have to drastically change. I'm not telling you to go get a divorce. I'm not telling you to throw your kids away. I'm not telling you to quit your job and flip the table on your life. I'm telling you to shift your relationship with all of that and take ownership over the things that control you. And if you're having a hard time with that, it's probably because you're coming from a disempowered place. And I would I would tell you that it's time to get a coach. I would tell you that it's time to go to therapy. I would tell you that it's time to get support. It's time to develop your spiritual practices. It's time to develop your journaling practices, right? And that's where the shift is going to be made, but you're going to be the one to do that. You're not going to wait until your kids turn 18 and they go away. You're not going to wait until your boss gives you the promotion. That'll keep you wanting and wishing. And there's, go listen to the Law of Attraction series. Go listen to the Universal Law series on this podcast. It will help you start to make that shift. So I'm done with how important this is. I started this routine here and I I started to call it the grand rising routine. And um, I wake up and I do not dive into my phone. I might turn my, if I I need an alarm, which I hear I haven't, and that's been beautiful. I have for like my calls and stuff, but for the most part, I've been able to wake up naturally. And so um, I wake up naturally. I turn my music on. I, I made a grand rising playlist, which I will include in the show notes this time. I've been sharing it a lot on social media because I just, I love it. And you're welcome to listen to it as well. It's filled with, it would, it's all music to start a really amazing day. And so I have my grand rising playlist. And then also I just open my two journals. I've got my Hearts Unleashed guided journal, which if you're listening to this in time, I am going to be releasing for 50% off because we're a quarter into 2022. It is a dated journal and we have, we have probably about 10 left and I don't want to I, they're dated, so I don't want to throw them away. So um, I would love to give them away and I would love for you to get them. So join uh, or head to abigailgazza.com and you can get the Hearts Unleashed Guided Journal for 50% off now while supplies last. And uh, so I dive into that and I and then I have a paper journal, like just a you know regular line piece and just start to process stuff. And so I want to talk, I want to offer you three different journaling practices. This might go a little over 15 minute, Philip, today, but here we are. So the emotional processing is just writing as if you were talking to somebody. So I want to explain, I've been able to process so many things like trauma and childhood wounding and endings and sadness, grief, like just different things so much by sitting at the journaling, like I said, video or paper or whatever, and just letting it out of me. And when we don't afford ourselves even that space or opportunity, it can't come out. Therefore, it stays in us. And so the things that you don't like, I'm speaking in the negative by the way that you avoid and stay busy and distract, you keep that stuff stuck in you. So if it can't come out, 
then it ain't going nowhere. And you try to compartmentalize it, but it just stays and waits patiently. There's an episode called Feelings Are Meant to Be Felt in this uh, podcast. I don't know what, what number it is, but that would be another episode that would be valuable to listen about that. And then I want to give you two more um, writing pieces or offerings. So writing an emotional flow. You can start by writing any emotion that you're feeling, like anger, sadness, and you're you're just writing the emotion. But in the positive, I like to write the word that comes to me like joy. I'll write joy, 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 joy. And it will bring up the next word, which is love, 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 joy, love, joy, love. And I just keep rewriting those words actual words and then adventure and play and happy and smile and wonder and awe. And the reason I want to offer you to do that with the positive emotions is because it starts, your your thought flow will then trace those words. And so now you're thinking joyful thoughts. Now you're thinking loving thoughts. You're When you write connection, you think of relationships that you feel connected in or when you felt connected to nature. So your thoughts will follow your words that you're writing. And then so will your frequency. Your frequency will naturally rise because now you're smiling about it. And now you're thinking good things. And, and that will, part of the commercial for this is manifestation acceleration, right? Is the more that you journal, the more that you journal, the more that you clear, the less that you need to clear, the more positively you can journal. The more positive your life becomes, the better flow you have, the more momentum you create, the better manifestations manifest. And so you're, it, this is like a months long project, right? That you would, because trust me when I say, if I get away from journaling, because I'm going to acknowledge there are seasons. There's seasons where I'm journaling more, there's seasons where I'm journaling less. But every time I'm journaling more, I remember, stop forgetting to journal. And I, this is why I'm here to remind you. And so um, if I get an off season and then I come back to journaling, a lot of the beginning of that journaling is processing negative stuff or where, 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 you know, completion and uh, clearing and releasing and acknowledgement of sadness and processing trauma. And then um, once I've done that consistently enough, there's less to work on and therefore the positive flow can be there more frequently. And so then I'm starting to write more positivity or, and here's what's really important. We don't need to sit down to journaling to get something out of it. It doesn't need to be a life transformation, uh, uh, an epiphany every single time right? It could, this is just maintenance. You know, you don't want to run the oil on your car to the point where you're stuck on the side of the road. You just change it because you know to change it. Sit down to journal because you know to sit down and journal, not because you're feeling like shit. That's not the only reason to journal, okay? So you can have these positive things. And then on top of that, the last piece I want to offer you is intention setting. And so Actually, you might have a whole journaling session. I don't really end my journaling sessions anymore before at least writing at least a few intentions, but I'll set intentions about the day. I'll set intentions about uh, the future. I'll set intentions about the experience I want to be having, intentions around finances or business or relationships and all of that sort of thing. And so you might just say, I intend, I intend, and finish the sentence. I intend, I intend to feel, I intend to see, I intend to experience, I intend to share, I intend... And, and be more detailed as it pertains to your life. So these are all really powerful um, 
pieces of journaling that I want to offer you because I maybe you haven't ever heard of them before or maybe you have and then you kind of forget because I know how easy it is to forget the the value of journaling, but damn, it is irreplaceable. And, and this is not the same as like working out. It's not the same as a coaching call. It's not the same as meeting with a friend. You know, it, it's not the same as going out for a hike or whatever. Journaling just has its own value that cannot be replaced. And so I wanted to strongly encourage you to to take that on. And then um, the last thing I would love to offer you is that we do a quarterly journaling session as a community, the Hearts Unleashed community. And so it's very affordable. It Right now it's $15 a session. And then I usually offer like a five for the cost of four or three for the cost of two, whatever. So head to abigailgazza.com because we have the quarterly journaling session. Uh, the dates are already selected and posted all the way through to 2022. And we'll refresh those every year because it's such a powerful session. I do it personally anyways. And I thought if I'm doing it anyways, I might as well invite the community. So we have this quarterly journaling session and it is such a powerful opportunity. And then the the vibe that we have in that 90 minute session is just so powerful because we know that everybody took that time to come and reflect and and release and then declare a new quarter. And so it's a really great way to create an intentional transition from one quarter to the next. So I love you so much. This has been so fun to be here. Um, We're a little over 15 minutes, but I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope it inspired you to sit down and journal. I journal every single day and I am so grateful that I do that because Whew, my life is a reflection of it. And so that's all, I mean, that's if that's the best commercial I can offer, then that's the best commercial that I can offer. So thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into journalers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.